This is Football CFB, the home of unique football content. I never told you You scared off the vultures I never told you You scared off the ghosts living in my head That lay lonely in the dirt That question obviously you've just been named as the coach for the Mariners for the for the season ahead how excited are you by that challenge and what are your aims for your first season in charge yeah obviously really 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 happy and, and you know honoured to be given the opportunity you know it's, a, it's my first professional uh, head coach role but I've obviously been coaching since I retired from playing um, you know so for me it's a yeah it's an exciting opportunity I just can't wait to get started and in terms of your association with the Mariners, you won the A-League with them as a player. Um, what are your memories of that title-winning campaign as a player? And are you hoping to channel some of those sort of memories into your coaching? Yeah, for sure. Look, that was a fantastic uh, you know, memory and achievement in my first year coming out to Australia. But look, you know, from that season, one thing I really remember was just a real mateship and camaraderie between the, the playing squad and the coaching staff. I think that's really powerful, you know, in a league where there's a salary cap and obviously, you know, some teams have a lot more spending power. I think, you know, nothing's more powerful than having a, you know, a good bunch of, of players that are all that are all mates and all, you know, willing to fight for each other on the pitch. In terms of your playing career, you've got a long-standing association with Sheffield United, having spent 12 years at the club. What does the club mean to you as a whole? I spent a massive part of my life at the club. You know, obviously I love the club, and you know, it's, it's you know sort of the first results I look for outside of um, you know the teams that I'm that I'm coaching. But no, fantastic club. Obviously, sad to see them relegated from the Premier League last season. You know, and I obviously hope that they can uh, you know the new manager can can get some momentum going forward now, leading you know, leading up to uh, for the rest of this season, and then give them a chance of getting uh, getting back into the Premier Premier League where. I think the club belong. In terms of yourself, you were an integral part of Neil Warnock's promotion winning side. What was it like working under Neil Warnock and what was that journey to the Premier League like? Yeah, look, similar pattern to, to what I said coming over here. It was, you know, Neil had a fantastic way of putting, you know, a good squad together, good balance of youth and experience and, and you know, really making that, you know, that, that camaraderie and team spirit and, and that's you know, like I said, I think that's really powerful when you're looking at achieving good things and especially promotion from the championship, which is probably the hardest thing in, in world football to do when the prize money is so big. And being in the Premier League is obviously the, you know, everybody's ambition. So to do that, you know, like I said, you know, work under Neil for as long as I did is you know, fantastic uh, man, man manager and motivator. And you know, I've tried to take good stuff from not only him but all the good coaches that I've worked with over the years to you know to mould me into why I feel I am as a coach today. One of the players I want to ask you about who played in that team with you is Phil Jagielka. Was it evident when you played with him that he would go on to have a top career? Ah, he was a fantastic player, yeah, really versatile, obviously very very athletic and look, I spent a lot of time with, with Jags in the youth team playing in the first team together and you know, after the relegation to the Premier League, he, you know, he got his move to Everton, and from there, 
yeah, I mean, look, he was, you know, I think he was always going to be clear that he was, you know, he was a player that's very consistent. And I think at the highest level, if he can show that consistency and, you know, Everton was a great club for him to go to. And, and, and I think he's had an absolutely outstanding career, obviously playing for England and still playing now at Derby County, which is, is amazing for, you know, for a player his age that, that you know, shows how consistent and, and resilient he was. So, yeah, really, you know, really, really happy for him and a fantastic player and person. A good friend of mine. Many players around the world obviously dream of playing in the Premier League. You got to do that regularly after promotion with Sheffield United. What was it like to test yourself at that level and, and visit all the top grounds in the country? Yeah, because every boy's dream. You know, I, I, I used to watch Match of the Day as a kid, and oh, one day I could be on Match of the Day and, and playing the Premier League. So look, to get there, it's you know obviously a lot of hard work and. A lot of close misses in the playoffs and, and playoff finals and stuff, but when we finally got there, yeah, it's, you know, for me, is I try to pass on the experiences. You know, the just the the build up for every game and, and the media speculation and attention that it gets. It's the best league in the world. It's the biggest league in the world. So, as a player, I'm really proud that I managed to play there and and achieve what was a big part of why you know dreamed and dreamed of doing in my ambition. As a player, but yeah, just 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 amazing. I loved every minute of it, and you know, I didn't take any minute for granted. And uh, some fantastic memories of, of playing in the Premier League. In terms of the relegation, of course, I know you need to be careful, probably what you say, but West Ham um, obviously stay up with the controversial circumstances that we're all aware of now. How frustrating was that for you as a player? Because let's be honest with you, if if, if they didn't have maybe that advantage that they did, you you more than likely would have stayed up. Uh, look, I've spoken about it many times. For me, it's the biggest injustice in Premier League history. And, you know, to, to, to have two players in, in Tevez and Mascherano, or two world, world-class players that illegally played for West Ham, you know, during that Premier League season and somehow managed to, you know, managed to get them off the foot of the table. Um, yeah, look, it was disappointing. I think, you know, the, as a player, someone, not, not just me, the club, the fans, and, and football in general, you know, for the integrity of the game, I think it was very, very uh, poor and a massive injustice. And some of that will always leave a bit of taste in my mouth because, you know, after working so hard to get in the Premier League, you know, we, we were sort of cheated out of it really. And, and from that, you know, it was, you know, the decision was made. You know, the club, the the, the club would have cut a lawsuit against them that, you know, that it was an injustice. And look, no money for me could, no money and no fine that West Ham received could have. Could have, uh, you know, come anywhere near to taking that Premier League status away from the club, which I thought we, you know, I thought we had right until the end of that last game of the season. So yeah, difficult, difficult not to look back on that with uh, with a sour taste. But that's life. That's football. You move on, and and yeah, I'm sure it'll never happen again. So we're just an unlucky team that um, you know that, that happened to. Neil Warnock was a massive character as well as a, a quality manager, of course. After Neil left the club, you worked with Brian Robson, Kevin Blackwell, the late Gary Speed, Mickey Adams, Danny Wilson. What were what are your memories of the club after Neil Warnock left? Was was he naturally was he hard to replace given the character that he is? Oh, I think so. You know, you only have to look at how many promotions he's had at all the clubs he's been at, and the fact he's still going now. And you know, a chairman chairman coming for him now to get him out of trouble. Because I know that he's got that ability to, to get a bunch of players together and get them winning games of football. So, look, he's uh, you know he's a real character. But you mentioned a lot of people there, and you know, Kevin Blackwell, Mickey Adams, Brian Robson. You know, not along with them, a lot of good coaches that came in. Obviously, the late Gary Speed. So, I'm very fortunate. I've 
work with some fantastic coaches and people. Um, and like I said, I've, you know, I think there was a bit of a cloud hanging over the club after Neil left, um, and that took a while for you know for the club to build itself back up. And, and Chris Wilder did that and got him back in the Premier League. But unfortunately, uh, yeah, they fell away last season. And, and I think that was, uh, you know, that, that was disappointing the way that that ended because Chris did a fantastic job there as well. So, you know, I, I really do hope that the club can can invest and get himself back in the Premier League because it was great to to be watching them in the Premier League every season again. You, you played under twenty one level for Scotland. Um, we talked about you obviously playing in the Premier League, playing at the top end of the Championship in your career as well. How close were you to breaking into that senior international setup? Yeah, very close. I mean, I really enjoyed my, my time in, this, in the international setup, and I think that season in the Premier League, I'm fortunately dislocated my shoulder away at Aston Villa with a few games to go. In the Premier League, I kept playing till the end of that season and uh, needed an operation, so I missed about four months of training. And yeah, I was you know very close to getting a, a call up into the full squad, but uh, unfortunately, injury took that away. And yeah, it's one thing I'll probably always look back on with a bit of regret, but you know, I, I uh, definitely enjoyed my time and. And, and, and yeah, and very proud playing for Scotland, especially when a lot of my family were were from there. So no, it's good good memories, but yeah, unfortunate injury took that away from me. But never mind, that's again that's life. The last question I've got for you: as a midfielder, you came up against many top class opponents. Who stands out as giving you your toughest midfield battles? Again, I'm so so fortunate that I played in in the era of, for me, some of the best Premier League mid- midfielders of all time, and you know Patrick Vieira, Stephen Gerrard, Lampard, Scholes. I think all of them, you know, uh, again, just just world class players. I think Stevie Gerrard, you know, obviously stood out every time. You know, every time he came up against Liverpool, especially at Anfield, he was uh, yeah, just the way he got around the pitch and, and passed the ball. It was yeah, it was it was amazing. But like I said, I yeah, I enjoyed battling with the with the best of them, and uh, yeah, I really really enjoyed my time and loved, loved the battle against the big names. And I'm sure they didn't like me uh, snapping around the heels for 90 minutes, which is what I tended to do. <laughs> so we'll dive down to the ocean and we'll make our home in a deep sea cave and our shells will all be open they'll be filled with song they'll be filled with song we'll dive down to the ocean and we'll make